stand to their feet. We're going to talk, sing about tonight, about the joy that has been brought to the world, Jesus Christ. Amen? If you all would, just worship with us tonight. Joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. In heaven and nature sing. In heaven and nature sing. tonight to the mix turn to somebody and say you need stirred up oh that was bad that was bad that was bad we are delighted that you're here I would like you to take just a few moments while Tyler plays something really cool he's gonna get us going but I want you to get out I want you to find at least five people that you just need to know their first name and I want you to find them wherever they are just look around 
jump across the aisle, whatever you got to do. There ain't no order to this. Just get out right now. Find somebody and say, hey, happy mix. Find somebody. Find somebody. Thank you. That's good. I like it. Great song. I loved it. Huh? Is it? It's very cool. Actually, this. Did you meet five people? Find at least five people you don't know. Be friendly. The Bible says you want friends. Show yourself friendly. Stacy, did you meet five people? All right, all right. Salvador, did you meet five people? You met ten. Excellent, excellent. Very cool. Very good. Good to see you tonight. I want you to do me another favor. We do this with those of you who understand it. Some won't understand this. And Sister Linda, you're, it's okay that you don't have to do this. But I want everybody else to take pictures. I want you to take a ton of pictures of this band. I want you to get me in this nice shirt. And I want you to send it out, like on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I want you to just send it all out. And I want you to just tell everybody, you are totally missing the mix tonight. And I want you to do, you got free permission to glow your phone right now. I want you to send as much out as you can, telling everybody what a great night we're having, how awesome it is. Are you having a really good time? Now you, wait, 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 wait. You got to have a good time before you tell people you're having a, oh, wait. There we go, there we go, all right, Stacy, there you go. All right. Anybody else? Hey, Sharon. Oh, Mary's got one. Mary's doing it. Mary, you got Twitter, don't you? All right. Very cool. Did you do it, Cameron? Well, go ahead. Here, I'll smile. Here, let me get down by this poinsettia. It'll be nice. Very good. Very good. Because what tonight is about is tonight is about, about young adults. And we appreciate everyone who comes to the mixed service because that says, I support young adults, and that's awesome. But we want very much to our, for our church to honor and, and, and really support every age group. And one of the things we're doing, I appreciated Jaina. I hope I won't embarrass you. Jaina, lift your hand up. Jaina's new to our church, and she said, you know, I really appreciate a place. She's younger. She's a young adult. And she says, I appreciate a place where I can come where it's it's kind of designed for me and it helps me where I'm at in my life and I think that's really awesome and that epitomizes what this whole service is about so number one I want you to get around and meet Jaina because she's new and she needs about 25 friends before she leaves here tonight but at the same time we all need that Christina it's good to see you Diana Diana's awesome Matt put your arm around your wife just hug her real good it's good to see you tonight it's good for us to be together. 
it's going to be Christmas. Oh, the next few weeks is going to be crazy. But I want us to support one another. I want you to look around the room and find the young adult ministry. Find the young adults who are here in the room. And I want you to pray for them. It's hard in this day and hour for young adult ministry. It's hard for young adults living in a world where it's constantly changing. Everything's transitioning constantly. I want us to support one another and lift one another up. We're going to start with prayer and then we're going to be seated and our ushers are going to come. But I want us to pray for one another. I want to pray for young adult ministry. One of our young adults we're praying for tonight is Nicole Locke. They found Nicole's mom had passed away the other evening, uh, the other morning on Thanksgiving Day. As the family was making plans to get together, it turned out the plans changed. And I want us to pray for Nicole and Andrew. Their family is a wonderful family, young adult family, and, and we want to we support them in prayer. So let's pray for them. And how many of you would say, Pastor, I got a need in my life with my family. I, I need special prayer tonight, okay? All over the place. Let's lift up these needs and, and go to the Lord in prayer right now. Father, as we come before you, Lord, we pray and we ask you to touch our young adults in our church. I pray that you will minister your strength and grace to each one. That, Lord, you'll minister where they are in their lives with transitions and jobs and new marriages and engagements and having new babies and all kinds of different stages of life they're all in. I just pray for them. Some are going through difficult seasons and difficult times of their lives, divorce, separation, death. I pray in the name of Jesus especially, Lord, that you would touch Nicole and Andrew and their family. Minister comfort and strength to them tonight as we pray for them and lift them up. I pray in the name of Jesus you would just be that peace that they need in their heart. And Lord, we come to you tonight. We're so thankful for the word that's going to be coming from our youth pastor Cameron. Lord, we love he and Whitney and their family. And we just appreciate tonight the anointing that's going to be on his life to speak into our hearts. I pray that you would touch us as we give ourselves to you. And now, Lord, as the ushers are coming, getting ready to serve, we dedicate and pray over our offering tonight that it will be sufficient for needs in our church, especially where it comes to young adult ministry. Minister by your Holy Spirit now. Touch us the rest of the service. Let our worship, God, touch our hearts. And as we get ready to move into this Christmas season, may we not get so caught up in all of the lights and the gifts and presents and all of those things that we miss the real purpose and meaning of Christmas. Let us always remember, Lord, that it was because you came. That it was because you came that we celebrate Christmas. You are the purpose. You're the reason. We give you honor and we give you praise tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated.
wooden blankets Love was finally here Sleeping while the world awakened And redemption begins With a baby in Bethlehem All of the angels lifted up their Say 
I want you to do something for me. I just leaned over to the pastor and asked him a question that I think is important tonight. I believe with all of my heart, if, if, you're, if you're in college, 20, 30, even 40, I want you to stand up and I want you to do something for me tonight because this is, this is something God wants to do. I want you to do something tonight. Tyler's going to play something. I want you to come forward and meet me in this altar. Would you do that? If you're in college, 20, 30, 40 years old, would you come forward right now? I don't mean to embarrass you, but it doesn't matter what else is going on because I believe God wants to do something for you. Go ahead and come if you can. If there's anybody that age that's here tonight. Listen, I believe with all of my heart something very important that God didn't wake up our pastor I'm going to say this again God didn't wake up our pastor all these months ago with this idea so that he could he because he didn't have anything to do God didn't wake up our pastor a long time ago to add to the 60 something ministries that are in this church I believe that God woke up our pastor because of us I believe that God woke up our pastor because he wanted our young adults to have a place of refreshing. He wanted our young adults to have a place of connection. He wanted our young adults to be able to come into God's presence and experience his power. There's many incredible young adults that are in our church and serve all over the building, but he designed this so that we could get into his presence, so that he could touch us, that he could minister to us. Can we, can we sing that again? Can we sing that? And those that were able to come down, those that didn't want to or couldn't, that's fine too. I just want us over the the next about three minutes just to let God just touch us and move upon our lives and let him refresh us and speak to us okay 20s and 30 okay amen amen let's sing this let's sing this tonight amen amen pray tonight. Father, we love you and thank you. God, I just believe with all of my heart that, God, you're doing a fresh thing, a powerful thing in our day, in our era, in our time. God, you've chosen even this age group, God. 
You've chosen the time and the place for them to be born, for us to be born, God, so that we may reflect your glory, God, that we might shine in this world in a dark place, God, for you, your light, God, your love, your glory. God, we praise you for it. We ask you to move upon our lives like you have never moved before. God, if we've ever said we needed you, God, it's right now. God, it's today. And we call upon you, God, because we know you broke through. And God, we love you. We see that sh your light shining. And God, we desire that more than anything in our lives. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Do you appreciate this band? Would you thank them for how incredible they are? You can be seated tonight. I apologize if I, I was confusing there to anybody. I just, um, I, I really just feel overwhelmed tonight at the fact, I feel overwhelmed at the fact that Jesus has, has desired to call our generation to something special in our church. And I know that our church is an incredible church from, from nursery to to the end of life. It's it got incredible people and incredible godly people. And it's just awesome to me with all of the things that are on our pastor's heart and on his mind that he could wake up thinking about. Let's think about it. We're building a building and there's a, another building that's being set up for mission. There's ministry all over the church that's going on. But God woke him up to minister to our age group. And I believe that that age group is, is you. He had you in mind. It's not just a group of people, but he had individuals in mind because he knew that they were praying. He knew that they were lonely. He knew that they were. some of them were struggling. Some may be dealing with loneliness. Some may be dealing with, with just a power outage in their life. They're confused, didn't know where to go, what to do. But God woke him up one day and said, there must be a mix in this house. There must be a ministry to the young adults of our church. Something has to happen in them, and I want to do it. And so I'm thankful for that, that God had me in mind. Amen. I'm thankful that God woke our pastor up and had me in mind because I'm married, and let's face it, I've never been married before. I don't know how to do it. I'm still learning. Some of us, I remember when I started, I guess when I was in my early 20s, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned college, but when I was in my early 20s, I was trying to figure out where to go, what to do, what was my career, what was my calling, what, what am I put on earth to do? I'm telling you, that was some of the, the, the most desperate times I've ever had, and in those times, I needed connection. In those times, I needed to know that there were people that loved me. In those times, I needed to be in the presence of God, hearing His voice and experiencing Him. And I'm overwhelmed tonight that God had us on His mind. Those that are married and have kids and are building careers and have careers. We need Jesus. Amen. We need Jesus. And we, we are so thankful that He has raised us up and is raising us up today, in this hour, in this day in Middletown, in our churches, in our workplaces, our schools, in our homes, everywhere. I want to share with you for just a few moments if I can. I apologize if I'm too much for you, but I'm just too much sometimes. I'm just thankful for what God has done and what God is doing. And I believe that, that all the gloom and doom you may hear, you won't hear from me because Jesus still sits on the throne. It doesn't matter what we go through, what we're battling with, what we're dealing with. Hope has risen and his name is Jesus, and we're clinging to that hope who is the rock, Christ Jesus. I have been fascinated, if I can share with you for a few moments tonight, the message that God has given me tonight, and I want to call it Christmas music if I can. I've always been fascinated by the lovers 
uh, did I say Christian music? I meant Christmas music. Christmas. I've always been fascinated by the lovers of Christmas music. Now me, I think I'm getting old and grumpy. I used to always hate when I'd get in the car with my dad and he would listen to talk radio. It was like the worst five-minute drive of my life. He was listening and he would talk back to the radio as if they could hear him. And now I find myself talking back to the radio. I, I hate being alone on the drive, so I'll turn on the, the, the radio, the talk radio, and I'll, I just got to feel like someone's in the car with me. I know Jesus is with me wherever I go, but it's just good to feel like someone's there. So I listen to, to talk radio, but, but people that love Christmas music crack me up. I love it because they are lovers of Christmas music. Christmas music lovers, they, listen, they would listen to Christmas music all year round, and what you don't know is they do listen to Christmas music all year round. They just don't tell you because they think you'll think they're weird. So they have it on their playlist. They have it on their iPhone. They have it wherever, and they put it on their, their, their deal when they're, maybe when they're jogging or running or maybe when they're cleaning around the house or at work, and they're listening to it, and they, they wait to let you know they've been listening to it till about October, some of them September. If they're really just militant about it, they'll just bust it out in August and just let you know that they've been listening to Christmas music actually all year round because they love Christmas music. They love the feeling it gives them. They love the attachment to the joy of that time of year. I don't know about you, but when I hear that old song that says, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Anybody heard that song before? It makes me feel like a little boy that just wants to go. I just want to get a cup of hot cocoa and go to the window and wait for the snow to come and wait for that Christmas morning to come. I don't know about you, but I love that song that, that, that says, um, I'm trying to think of the, the, right, the right song. What is it? Oh, Have Yourself. It says, Have Yourself. I'm not going to sing. It's just weird. because that, Ray can do that, but I can't do that. He can do it. But that song, it says, Have Yourself a Merry. When that song's playing and you just kind of feel like getting some warm drink, that's cocoa, of course, or coffee, and sitting by the fire and wearing some awkward-looking sweater and just kind of having a great night. Just, it just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, and we love that. It came upon a midnight clear. Some of the songs they sang tonight that were glorifying Christ were great. I know there's one song that I sing all the time. I sing every day. All I want for Christmas is... is all I want is for Christmas is, I want my wife in my life, all I want for Christmas, or my two front teeth, depending on what age I am, I, I want, all I want for Christmas is that we sing all these songs and we hear them, Ray did a great song singing, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, I will not attempt to try that like he did, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, we hear all of these songs, little drummer boy, a guy sang that, that's not necessarily a Christian singer or a Christian singer at all, but, but he made that famous, we, we love those songs, we attach to them, but I want to minister tonight from the first Christmas song. I want to minister something. I pray the Holy Spirit put, put on your playlist something brand new tonight. And maybe if it's not brand new, it would be louder than it's ever been, deeper than it's ever been, more powerful than it's ever been in your heart and your life. I want to take you back to the first Christmas song and let God speak to us from that, what he did there in Bethlehem so many years ago. If you have your Bibles, it's okay on mixed night to glow in the dark. Uh, Luke chapter 2 on your phone or if you brought your, your Bible that, that is in book form, that's good too. But Luke chapter 2, I want to take you there to the first Christmas song. 
And I want to tell you this as we read this, that God always does it right. I want to tell you something, that, that I'm 35 years old, which scares me sometimes that in five years I'll be 40. I'm sorry if anybody's 40. I'm not saying that's old. But I'm telling you, I, I believe what the, the scripture says that, that I'm old, I've been young, but never have I seen the children of God forsaken or their children begging for bread. I've never seen, I've never been once forsaken by the Lord. He has touched me and brought me through so many difficult situations. And we're going to talk about a couple tonight. And I believe that God is going to speak to us. Luke chapter 2 verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their, their flocks at night. Keeping watch over their flocks at night. I want you to know that at this moment right here, they had no idea what was happening. They had no idea. The Bible says they were in a field nearby. They had no clue that up that dusty path on into Bethlehem, the Son of God was being born. They had no idea what was happening right next door to them. They had no clue at this particular moment the power that had just taken place, the, the transformation, the life-changing, the world transformation and transforming thing that had just happened. The Bible says that, that the baby or, or Jesus had just been born. They had no idea that this had taken place yet. I want to tell you that some of us are in a place we may not be able to see what God is doing, but God is doing something. I want to tell you you may not realize how close you are to the things that God has planned for you and prepared for you, but they are close. I want to tell you that it may feel dark and it may feel difficult and you may be in a place where you don't understand what God is doing, but I came to tell you tonight there's a new playlist that's going to start in your life, in your heart. You're going to be able to see that God is up to something in your life. You may not be able to feel it. You may not be able to sense it right now, but God is on on the move. You may not have any idea what's happening, but God does. In the town, right up the path, Jesus was being born. You may not know what he's doing, but right now, but God, God is up to something. I want to tell you tonight that there's a song, there's a song in your heart that is going to burst forth, birth forth, burst forth tonight, and it's not from me, and it's not from this incredible band. It's from heaven. I want to tell you that you may be in a place where you're wondering what God is doing, if He's doing anything at all. It may feel like you're in a moment where nothing is happening, but nearby Jesus is working. I want to tell you that nearby Jesus is, is on the scene, that, that God's plan is playing out closer to you than you can even know. And I'm telling you, I feel that check in my heart that closer than you can even testify to right now. Jesus is working it out on your behalf have. Jesus is touching you. Jesus is blessing you. You can't see it right now, but that close to you, God, is working. And even that very thing that you're praying for, I just feel this right here. This wasn't in my notes. That very thing that you're praying for is that close to you. That very thing that you're believing God for tonight, and you've been believing God for, is close to you. Trust Him. 
trust him. Let, let a new song rise up in you tonight instead of that song that's full of doubt and full of discouragement and full of despair and full of all of those things that we give to God. Let a song of hope rise in you because Jesus Christ, your Savior, the Lord, the King of all, he's sitting on the throne and I promise you there is nothing that you'll be in need of when you're in his stead, in his care tonight. I love the fact that that they were so close to it and they, they had not, I, that just is amazing to me that they were that close to the birth of the Son of God and had no idea yet what was happening. And it blows my mind and it touches me that it was dark. The Bible says that they were tending to their sheep at night. It was a dark place. They were so close and it was so dark. I want to tell you how restless that must have been. How restless they must have been to experience that. A shepherd, you can imagine at nighttime, it, it, it wasn't even the day shift. They were working the night shift watching sheep. You can imagine. They, they weren't even working in the day where at least somebody might pass by and they could talk to them or they could experience something. But, but they were working the night shift where, where they were just looking at the stars and counting stars and listening to the sheep murmur, whatever it is they do. I mean, it must have been the most restless moment they could possibly have. Nothing was happening, or at least it seemed like that. It was dark. I don't know about you this is a quick plug for youth ministry because that's what I do if you've watched the nativity story before which is a tremendous movie that we are renting out pretty soon or sometime this month we'll be renting out one of the local theaters to watch that and you can look that to support our missions to to Alaska it's an incredible movie that is is so realistic and so um, authentic in its telling of the story of the birth of Christ but it it shares or at least gives us a visual of of what a shepherd might have felt like, how lonely they might have felt, how detached they might have felt. And you can imagine even further than that if we take it that it was at night when this happened. It was probably at a lonely moment. It was probably at a moment that seemed the darkest. They were working the night shift. But, but somebody, I want to tell you tonight, is right where they're supposed to be. Somebody tonight, it may feel dark and it may feel like there's nothing happening. It may feel restless, but don't move. Can I tell you, all you need to do is be still and know that he's God. Can I tell you that if it's never dark, then the glory of the Lord can't show up and shine out around you like the Bible says. When it's darkest, the glory of God shines the brightest or it can shine the brightest. Because if it wasn't dark that night... If it wasn't dark that night, then they may not have seen the, the glory of God that filled up that night sky. It's dark right now, but I hear a new song playing. I want to tell you in Luke chapter 9, verse, or, or Luke chapter 2, verse 9, it says, And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. They were terrified. They were so close, and it was so dark. And in that moment, God spoke. God spoke. I don't know about you, but there are times in my life, there are every moment of my life I need God to speak. Even when he's silent, he's speaking. Even when he feels like he's far away, God's still on the move in my life. Some of us, I've heard in my few years of ministry, people have done all kinds of, of strange things, if I could say that, to hear from God. 
They do all kinds of things to connect with God. They, hear, they do all kinds of things to hear from God. I've, I've heard of, of some, some really out there bizarre things, and I'm not to, to, to cr- being critical or mean in any way, shape, or form. I had one time a, a lady come to the church there in Oklahoma City to, to me and my dad, and she had a bucket of change. And, and hear what I'm saying to you tonight. Uh, there, there's a whole backstory to it, but it just it, the story came to my mind today, and I kind of feel like I wanted to share it. But the lady come to the church, and she had a bucket of change. And she said, this is the last of the money I have. I have no other money. I can't pay my bills. There's no money left. This is it. This is my last penny. And the guy on TV told me to come and sow it into good ground. And so she brought the last of her money, this bucket of change, to the church, and she said, I want to give it to you. It didn't matter the amount. It didn't matter any of those types of things. It didn't matter all of those things. And she was desperately searching for a connection with God. Now, the backstory of that is that there were all kinds of things that were not aligning with God. She wasn't doing the things that, that needed to be done. She wasn't living her life. She just was at a desperate moment and she was trying her best in her own strength to connect with something, to connect with God. We do all kinds of, of weird and wild things even sometimes, even desperate things at, at times to try and connect with God. But I want to tell you something, that instead of doing all kinds of things to get God's attention, we just need to lift our eyes. Instead of trying all kinds of, of different shifts, I've heard all kinds of, uh, of alignments, and I've heard people going all over to try and connect with God and try to, to experience God. I just want to tell you tonight, if you'll be still, then God's going to break through. If, if you'll be still, then God's going to speak. If you'll just make yourself available, then God's power and His grace and His voice will break through into your darkness, and His glory will shine round about you, and you will be changed by that voice. God can move and touch. I want to tell you that these shepherds just showed up for work and God showed up. They didn't do anything special. They just showed up on their shift and God moved in their life because he's God and he doesn't need us. He doesn't need our strength. He doesn't need our feeble ways. All he needs is for us to make ourselves available and say, God, here I am. And that, that scripture that pastor prayed this morning, that psalm that says, I look, my, I lift my eyes to the hill from whence or where my help comes from. If we'll stop moving and start just looking to the heavens and making ourselves available, then God can move in touch and will and he'll show up in our lives they were available they were available there has never been a time in my life where God wasn't speaking leading loving moving even when I fouled it up and I have God was still loving he was still leading he was still working he didn't give up on me He didn't quit on me. He had a plan for me. And even in his grace, he broke through my darkness. Even in his grace, he broke through and sent an angel sometimes. Even in his grace, he sent the power of his Holy Spirit to speak and touch into my life. I want to tell you in Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, and He is the Messiah, the Lord. I want to tell you something that that touches me about this is before they move forward, before God could, could do what He was doing that night in them, He needed, I feel like, this is what God 
brought to me for us tonight. I feel like the angel needed to fix something in those shepherds. You may have caught it right there at the end of the last scripture. It said, when the glory of the Lord shone round about them, the King James Version says it like that. I would be terrified too when God spoke and something like that happened. I would be scared. But this is what the angel had to fix in them. The first thing he said as they were terrified, he said, do not be afraid. The first thing he had to do is he had to tell them that what I bring is actually good news. What I bring is that today a Savior is born and he's not just born for everyone else, he's born to you. What the, the good news that I bring is that, that, that I, have, I bring good news that, that Jesus, the, the Son of God, He is the Savior. He is your Savior. I bring good news tonight that, that Jesus Christ today in the town of Bethlehem has been born to you and He is the Messiah. He needed to let them know that it was good news it wasn't anything to be terrified about, even though the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. They needed to know that Jesus Christ coming to the earth was good news. Let me tell you tonight, it's good news that he's your savior. It's good news that he could, he could have left you where you were, but he didn't. It's good news that with his coming, everything changed. It's good news tonight that he was pierced for our transgressions a little bit later on. He was crushed for our iniquities. It's good news that the punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed. I want to tell you tonight, it's good news that Jesus did for me what I couldn't do for myself. And some of us are trying our best to do for ourselves what only he can do. We're trying to make it work and Jesus is the one that works. We're trying to do all that we know to do. We're trying to line up our lives and we're trying to fix our lives and trying to, uh, to, to even modify our behavior and be a little bit better person. Can I tell you something? That will never work. What you need, what we all need, is Jesus Christ and the power of His Spirit to move upon your life and to move upon mine and to touch us and to make us what we couldn't be apart from Him. I want to tell you if there's something that, that my age group needs more than anything, it's Jesus. I want to tell you something that the age groups that are underneath us and over us, we all need Jesus Christ moving. It's good news to know that Jesus loves us. It's good news to know that Jesus even likes us. <laughs> Can I say that again? It's good news to think that Jesus even he likes us. We, we foul it up. We mess it up. We build, we build our house upon the sinking sand. And who comes and fixes it? Jesus, when we call upon him. When we do it our way and we mess it up, he reaches down into the miry clay and he grabs us and pulls us out of that and rescues us over and over again and as many times as we call upon his name. Tonight it's Jesus and that good news is that Jesus loves us. That good news is that Jesus came to change everything starting with your heart. And tonight starting with that song, that's going to play in your heart that new song from the Spirit, from the power of God. Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. I'm, I'm going to, if someone will play for me, that would be great because I'm going to finish up here pretty quick. Luke chapter 2 and verse 13 and 14, it says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel... Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared 
with the angel, praising God. He appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to those to whom his favor rests. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. It's amazing to me that the, the first word of this translation says suddenly. Suddenly. It's ironic to me and powerful to me that an announcement needed to be made so they could see God's glory. An announcement needed to be made that, that, that good news is upon you, that you need not be afraid. Right up the road, God is moving. Right over here, you need to see what God is up to. You need to realize that, that even though it may feel dark and restless, God is up to something and your light or, or your sky is about to change. Your night is about to turn to day, so to speak. Your morning is about to turn to dancing. Jesus Christ is the way and the truth and the life. You can imagine how that night sky must have lit up. All of a sudden in the middle of their shift, however it was, watching their sheep on just a casual day that seemed no different than any other day, God showed up. And God began to move in their lives, testifying of His Son, Jesus Christ. You can imagine the beauty that they beheld as the Bible says that a great company of heavenly hosts appeared, appeared with the angel. I don't know, I'm not there I wasn't there. We can talk about Scripture and what, what the angel looked like and what the heavenly hosts look like, and we can compare and talk about it. But the truth is, I wasn't a shepherd. I'm not God, and I wasn't one of the angels. I don't know what it looked like. But you can imagine the glory. You can imagine the awe that come over them, those shepherds, as they saw this beauty of heaven that had come to earth, announcing Jesus, proclaiming who Jesus is, what He's about, and His desires for them. You can imagine what was happening in these shepherds who heard and experienced this good news. I think it's a lot like what David, even though David wasn't prophesying about Jesus, but the Psalm of David said this in Psalm 40 and 3. He said, for he put a new song in my mouth. He put a new song in my mouth. He put a new song in my mouth. The scriptures before that, his darkness was so clear and evident. He was crying out to the Lord. It was so plain in Psalms 40, a lot like those shepherds, so to speak, if you want to look, like, look at it like that. But the Lord, or, or David, stood up and proclaimed that he has put a new song. He has done it. He has done it. He has done it. I cried out to him and he answered and he put a new song in my mouth. It's different. It's no longer doubt. It's no longer discouragement. It's not filled with depression and despair. It's all of a sudden filled with hope and joy and restoration and redemption and salvation and trust and obedience. God doesn't have to make me do it. I want to do it because He's put a new song in my mouth. He's not forcing me to get up 
up and be in the house of God. It's the place I want to be. He's not forcing me to try and not talk the way I used to talk and not look at the things that I used to look at or, or, or be who I was because he's put a new song. He did it. He put a new song in my mouth. And there's a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and they'll put their trust in him. Can I tell you something that happened to those shepherds when that sky burst forth? When that first Christmas song played out in their hearts, played out before them, they were in awe. And the Bible said they, they received it, they stored it up, and they went and saw what had happened. They went and took it in for themselves. Can I tell you, a, a sign from God means nothing if you don't respond to it. God moving in your life and God trying to get your attention and our attention through this beautiful music. It's incredible music. I'm going to tell you, I've been in churches all over the, the country and, and, and there, there's no better music than at this church. I'm just going to say that. Uh, it's unbelievable. We didn't have one drummer at my last church. We have 83 drummers in this church right now. I'm kidding. It's not 83, but there's a lot of them. God spoke to me in Oklahoma about tonight because he wants his glory to burst forth in this place in your life. Because he wants a new song to rise up in you. He wants a new song to be in your mouth. Let me tell you something. I'm not here to judge and condemn and jump on you for how you're living and all of that stuff. The, the Holy Spirit can do it, but I'm telling you, God's going to do it tonight. He's going to give you something new. He's going to give you something fresh. Everything that was yesterday is going to be gone. It's going to be forever dismissed and never held against you again. God's going to do a new thing tonight. You're going to march forward with your families, in your careers, in your homes, wherever it may be, in God's glory, in God's strength. They responded and they ran to see Jesus. They said, wait. If all of this has happened for me, if all of this has happened to reveal the glory of God to me, that Jesus is so close to me, that God has done this, then I must respond. I want you to stand to your feet with me tonight. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. You know, this is kind of a, a combined, the services that we have. You know, there's, there's those of all ages. And I, I, I want right now, everybody that's not a young adult to pray. Would you just pray for my generation, for us right now? Would you just pray? Just pray over them right now. Like Ray said, pray for them right now. I'm going to tell you when those, as you're praying, everybody else just to listen for just a few minutes longer, and then we're going to respond. And those shepherds took off from where they were, leaving their sheep there, by the way. They, they, they believed in what had happened, so much so they left their sheep. Maybe they carried them on into the city, I don't know. But one way or another, their, their earthly responsibilities did not keep them from their heavenly calling. Man, if our generation didn't need to hear that, I don't know which one does. They did what they needed to do, and they went to Jesus immediately. They didn't let anything hold them back. They went to him. Let me tell you, something happened in them. They went and told everybody about it. I want every young adult.
to bow their heads, close your eyes with me tonight. Everybody tonight, really, I guess, know that we're all here tonight. But I believe the Lord wants to put a new song in your heart and life. I believe, oh Jesus, Jesus name, Jesus name. He wants to put a new song in your heart. You can't do it, it's him. You have to surrender to him. You have to let him do it. You've got to let him have control. I promise you, you won't regret it for one hour, for one second, for one minute. You've got to let him have the reins. You've got to let him have control tonight. Everybody that will tonight, just out of pure, not trying to embarrass anybody, would you meet me in this altar? Everybody that will, just come to this place and presenting yourself, presenting all that you are to all that he is, asking him to, to make much of, of who you are, of who he is, I should say, in you, to make much of his name. I'm going to tell you tonight that it's his glory that's going to burst forth in you. It's going to burst forth in such a way that it'll be undeniable that his anointing is upon you. Hearts will be changed tonight. Lives will be changed tonight. Marriages will be fixed tonight. Callings will be assured tonight. Freedom will happen tonight in Jesus. For this is good news. It's Jesus. It's always been Jesus. It will always be Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. Burst forth in us, through us tonight. It's you, Lord. It's you, Lord. It's you, Lord.
sing this again I want you right where you are to receive from God I want you to just lift up your hands almost like just radar up to heaven I want you to allow the Lord to refresh you and touch your, your spirit I want you to let him speak into you right where you're standing right where you are tonight I believe the Lord wants like a rainstorm in a summer heat to just pour out on you tonight I want you to receive from God let him touch you right where you are father we come to you Lord, we just lift up our hearts, our hands. We surrender to you. We thank you for your presence that is here, so beautiful. Thank you, Lord, for this word that has touched our hearts, challenged us. Lord, to believe you, to have confidence and faith that you've come. Lord, we honor your name tonight and give you glory and give you honor for every need in our lives, for those hard, hard cases, Lord, where we're praying for tonight, the things that seem to be impossible there's no way to crack it it's just impossible Lord we know that you're able and by your Holy Spirit right now I just pray that you will touch and you will fill every lonely place every hard place Lord that you'll touch tonight in the name of Jesus we just give you the praise we give you the glory refresh your people touch your people minister through this presence through this word tonight touch us so we give you honor and we give you all the all the thanks, Lord. Lord, this is the end of this year, this first year. I'm praying for 2016, 
that the mix will become something, Lord, that is strong in the Lord. I'm praying for power that will touch young adults, whether they're single, individual, or divorced. Lord, if they're married with babies or without, I just pray in the name of Jesus for every stage and transition of their lives. God, that this will be a great year coming up for the mix. We're not going to give up on this, Lord. We're going to keep trudging forward until we sense and feel that there's victory in young adult lives. We're not going to allow anything to detour us, but God, we're going to stay the course. We're going to finish. We thank you tonight. We believe you tonight. We know that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We give you the honor and the praise for it all in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone together agreed and said amen. Amen. I want you to commit with me, those of you who came tonight, I want you to commit with me to pray for the mix, to pray for young adult ministry. We're, like I said, we're not giving up on this. I'm believing that we'll have young adults come out of the woodwork. We've got way more than this in our church, so I want all of them to come. I want all of them to be here. I want them to receive word. I want them to receive strength. I want them to receive connection and friends. I wanted to make relationships with other young adults in our church. So I want you praying with me. I'm not a young adult. I'm an old guy. But I want you to pray with me. Everybody who's already hit that 45 mark and you're on your way out. You know, you're, you're in the 50s. And, and maybe some of you might even be a little older than that. Kidding. Help me. Pray with me. Let's see God doing a miraculous and wonderful thing with our young adults in this church. Let's see him do an amazing work. I do think we need this, Jaina. We need a ministry that reaches into young adult hearts and lives. And Cameron, that couldn't have been a better word. Thank you. I know you sought God because you heard from him. That was good. Give it up for Cameron tonight. Didn't he do well? And I'm going to tell you, I agree with what you said. Alyssa, you guys, I'm telling you. You're second to nobody. Second to no worship band I've ever heard. Their choice of music, the choice of songs, it leads me into the presence of God. I am so sick and tired of shows out there. I love being led into the presence of God. Number one, most awesome priority in my life is to get in the presence of God and you take me there. And I love you for that. I appreciate every one of you for what you're doing. You receive that because there's competition with young adults. Everybody wants to put on a show. Everybody wants to play their own style and their own methods. and They all want to just get out there and be on stage. You receive that tonight. You are a worship leader. And you're leading. Your team is leading. You're leading us into the presence of God. I'll take the presence of God 1,000 times over ever having to put up with a show. I want to see God. I want to feel God and being drawn into his presence, and you do that. And I'm thankful for every one of you. Don't you appreciate him tonight? I know you already clapped for him, but... I'm thankful. We got something good here. And I want God to lead us in wisdom to make it grow and grow and grow and get better and better and better. And everybody said, glory, amen. Glory, amen. <laughs> now listen, here's the deal. There are some refreshments in the back. I'm going to ask that if you're in your, if you've graduated from high school, if you're in your 20s, 
if you're in your 30s, and if you're in your 40s, I know, us older 40 people, 20s, 30s, 40s, I want you to please take 15, 20 minutes and do not leave this building, but come back to the fellowship hall. I want to speak to you for just a few minutes. I want to challenge you with something that's on my heart, but I also want you to have a little fellowship. But I want you to come back. If you're 20s, you graduated from high school, you're 20s, 30s, 40s. I want you to come back there. The rest of you, you're released from your prison house, and you can go home and have fun. God bless you. You've been watching the worship service from the Stratford Heights Church of God. On behalf of Pastor Ray, we thank you for spending your time with us. Stratford Heights is always available to hear from you. For more information, visit us online at shcog.com. If you would like to pay your tithes or gifts, you can also do that online as well at shcog.com. This broadcast is made possible from people just like you who come together to worship the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whenever you're in the southwestern Ohio area, we would love to have you join us for service. Our Sunday service schedule is at 8.30 and 10.40 a.m. and at 6 p.m. Sunday evenings. On Monday, it's Celebrate Recovery. Tuesday, the Oasis Youth Group. Wednesday night, it's the Family Life Night. And Thursday, the Esperanza Hispanic Worship Service. Please join us at the Stratford Heights Church of God in Middletown, Ohio.